Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay Today. Talking sports with friends. We're talking basketball. NBA time and we're on the air. We're ready to clap boards and our crossover's not fair. Uh, throw the ball up in the air. We're giving you the stats. All stars are here. NBA finals. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Racing. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor. It is a Friday. Hope you guys all had a wonderful Valentine's Day. It's President Weekend, but what it really is is NBA All-Star Weekend. One of the, definitely the best All-Star game of all the All-Star games probably, but Really the most fun weekend in, in sports for an all-star weekend. We'll talk about it, some college hoops, too, towards the end of the show. Got some upsets and some big matchups this weekend. Villanova, Xavier. Ray, when you think about all-star weekend, we know the great memories of the past. But this year, with the rising stars and so many guys getting hurt and then the new substitutes in the all-star game, who are you looking forward to seeing? And who do you think after the weekend might make a little name for themselves. Mm. You know what? I got to say, the dunk contest is crazy because all of these guys have crazy hops. So you know that these, to, to a man, these guys are ridiculous athletes. You know, Donovan Mitchell, Dennis Smith Jr., Oladipo, and of course, Larry Nance. We remember seeing his dad. Although it's like I, a good competition, like old school days. This should be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got to say, your guy really intrigues me, Victor Oladipo. I want to see if he was in the dunk contest, but now he's an all-star in the dunk contest. Yeah. So I want to see Victor Oladipo, if he can carry himself like an all-star, and if he can fit in with the, with the all-star. His numbers are great, and he's a deserving all-star, but I want to see if, if he can get his swag like an all-star. And on the other side, a guy like Paul George, who wasn't initially on the squad, made a big stink about it, but now is on the team. I want to see how he conducts himself and how he plays. Now, obviously, he's all-star caliber, but you know, oh, right. over the last month, his mind has been, you know, he's had some ups and downs with this all-star game. So those are the two I want to keep my eye on. Okay. I like that. That's, you know, Victor, oh, warm to my heart. Well, for me, and I think about the dunk, I don't know who to root for. I mean, Dennis Smith Jr., I wanted him to be a Nick. Donovan Mitchell, you know, we liked him in Louisville, and he's just trying to get the Utah Jazz to that eighth seed. Larry Nance Jr. is fascinating because he's coming back to L.A. after just being traded to Cleveland and wants to win it and be the first father-son team to ever win it. So I'm kind of rooting for Larry Nance Jr., but Plus the I big man. You know, the big man has a special place in our Right, house. right, right. It's kind of awkward sometimes, but he's got such hops, and I think he's going to do some, you know, some strong, like, Dominique, Larry Nance senior dunks. So. But uh, I, I could see Mitchell winning it, but I want to see Larry Nance, right? But just like how you were talking about with Victor O and Paul George, in the rising star game, the world – you know, Porzingis won't be there, but you got Joel Embiid and you got Ben Simmons. And I think what I want to see, how Embiid handles this weekend. Now, Simmons is disappointed that he's not in, you know, the big, the big game Sunday, but Joel is. 
and the young Sixers are in the playoffs right now, and can they hold it and make it? But I want to see Joel on Sunday, and is he kind of ready to flex, you know, for the East? But at the same time, I want to see Carl Anthony Towns for the West. I want to see if this guy is ready to bang up against Anthony Davis and and just just start to show that he's you know one of these big versatile big guys that you know is ready to make that that step into the forefront. It's sad, right, not to have Porzingis in the game and Demarcus Cousins, so some of the big guys out. And I think we all want to see how Greek Freak's going to show himself as well, right? That that should be fascinating. What do you think about the three point this year? Is it you know, just going to be the regular guys or you think someone else could uh, show up and take it over? You know, the three-point shooting contest is is probably one of the most unpredictable ones because it really comes down to momentum and you got to win in three rounds. So to me, that one's wide open. It's a coin flip. Who who do you have? I mean, I'm thinking, is, is Craig Hodges coming back? Larry Bird. I'm going to see Larry Bird in the warm-ups. I'm sure it's going to be Curry or Clay. Um, I'm not sure. I forgot. It's Kyrie. Mean, there's such remember. better shooters than everybody else that it's it's hard not to go with them. But you know, anything can happen. You you got the clock going. But but if you Lou if Williams. you took if you took all those guys to the park and you oh. said shoot a hundred times, two hundred times, you got to think Steph and Clay would be one and two every time. Yo, you know, you'd have to bring back, you'd have to bring out, bring back my man from out here whose son is going ASU, who took a loss last night, Eddie House. Eddie House, you take him to the park, Ray. He might light up some threes. We saw him, you know, when he, when he came to the Knicks for a minute out, he was lighting it up. It, I think overall, the NBA should have a shining weekend. I think, you know, with folks missing football and stuff, this is definitely the time where, this is sort of the NBA's like, you know, and then this year it's weird because there's only like 25 to 27 games left for the, you know, for the rest of the teams. So let's look to the standings and stuff and just the East, the back end, you know, one through six looks like, you know, Pacers, Bucks kind of, you know, maybe legit Philly seven. And then you got the heat eight. Do you feel like Detroit or Charlotte, mainly probably just Detroit, do they have a chance maybe? I mean, they're already, you know, like one and a half, almost two games back. Do you see them making a run with their moves and Blake Griffin to make the playoffs? Or do you think with the Heat getting Wade and the Sixers, can they, you know, with this break and their young legs, could they hang on? How does the bottom half of the East, what do you think for the second half? You know, ever since the Detroit got off to that decent start and then they picked up Blake, I, I feel like they're going to make the playoffs. Now, it's like one of the – it's like Paul George. I'm, I'm an all-star. I need to be an all-star. Well, who's coming off the team if you're an all-star, right? So, right. Detroit, they'd have to really – you know, can they knock off the Bucks? Can they catch up four games? No. So, it's really the Sixers in the heat. And I got to tell you that Drummond – that combo of Drummond and Blake, I think they could catch the heat. I really do because I like Whiteside. I like Dragic. You know, obviously Wade isn't what he was, but he gives them some leadership. But I don't know in the fourth quarter, you know, I feel like Drummond. And the heat don't have enough Blake, you can run for him. 
Don't you feel like the Heat are lacking shooting? They got, you know, James Johnson and this player and that player, but it's a bunch of twos and threes that are athletic, but not really any shooters. Who shoots on that team besides Gordon Drogic? And who finishes, right? It's tied with 30 seconds to go. What are you doing, a pick and roll with Goran? Goran and Wade. Or Wade throwing alley-oop to Whiteside, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm uh, Hassan Whiteside. I don't know if I'm banking my playoffs on Hassan Whiteside, right? So, so you think Detroit I, I could, think, could take Miami I think Detroit out. could definitely catch him, yeah. So you think the young Sixers will be able to hold on and make it? I do. I do. I think they have up and down talent. And so in games 70 through 82, they won't be tired. They're young. And listen, they're going into the break with five in a row. So that's good. Looking out west, before we get to the bottom half, how about the fact that for one time, and it's only a half a game, but at 44 and 13, the Houston Rockets are in first place. And that's got to give them some momentum for the second half. Obviously, the Warriors are 44 and 14. I think the last two weeks, all the teams, Ray, have been exhausted. I mean, you play 56, 7, 58 games before the All-Star break. Teams are dead tired. I think, you know, the schedule, they made it, but they almost had two. Maybe they need to move All-Star weekend up or I don't know, because it's too many games to play before the All-Star break. And the guys, you're seeing it this year. Guys are so tired. Do you feel the Rockets legitimately have a shot? Yes and no. So they definitely have a shot to have home field, home field, home court, and that would be great is if it's the Warriors-Rockets and the Rockets had home court and they played game seven in Houston if it even goes that far. My only problem with Houston is not a playoff team, right? They are a regular season team. They're built to outscore you. They're built to have James Harden and Chris Paul dominate the ball in up-tempo situation where they put up ridiculous offensive stats, especially Harden. But in the playoffs where you have five to ten fewer possessions in a game and every possession counts and execution counts, Harden for a star turns it over way too much. So I'm not sure that they could win an Eastern, uh, sorry, a Western Conference Finals and go to the Finals, but it sure is going to be interesting. And they're the one team that could potentially – see, most teams can't enter into a shootout against the Warriors, but the Rockets can. The problem is that they don't defend as well as Golden State does. So, yes, they have a chance. They have a chance to go to the finals. They have a chance to even have home court. But I think ultimately they don't play enough D, and and their up-tempo doesn't work in the playoffs. Right. And I think if they get home court, they could definitely push it to six or seven. But I would agree the Warriors would probably take them out. Now, the bottom half of the West, it's a little bit more brutal than the East. I mean, you go all the way from six, seven, eight, nine, ten, where the Clippers and Jazz are literally only a half a game to a game out of a playoff position. And this one's fascinating because we know the Pelicans have injuries. The Blazers, you know, have the backcourt, but not their frontcourt help. Then, obviously, the Nuggets, you know, they still need to get Paul Millsap back. But, you know, your boy uh, Jokic is killing it with triple doubles in the triple first doubles, half last right? night. The big man. I mean, he's amazing. But the, the Jazz and Clippers are kind of coming. And, you know, now that Jazz are healthy, Gallinaro's back for the Clippers, I kind of feel like maybe even both these teams could wind up sneaking really? in and Denver Who and the Nuggets and Pelicans fall out. 
I don't know. Do you, do you feel like the Jazz and Clippers are going to move up and some and the other two others might fall out? What, what do you see in the second half of the West? I can't see both of them. I think the Trailblazers will hold on. I think even Denver will hold on, assuming they, they, they stay healthy. I think the Pelicans might be in jeopardy. Um, you know, for some reason, Anthony Davis is a man of the boy, but he yeah. can't elevate his team. He's so great, but he can't elevate his team. And partially it's because he just doesn't have great talent around him. Obviously, when Boogie was there, that was different. But yeah. I, I see them dropping out. Wow, yeah, and that, and I tell you, that would mean that Drew Holiday and Rondo, you know, they just need shooters. Etwan Moore, they don't have enough shooters on that team, and unfortunately, Holiday and Rondo are not real shooters. I got to tell you, right, I think it's the Clippers that get in. I think Doc has done maybe one of his better coaching jobs with all the injuries, losing Gallinaro, Gallinari, uh, Beverly for the season. Well, now you have Lou to. Tobias Harris balling out. DeAndre Jordan having a career high the other night and scoring a little bit. Even though I like the way Utah's been playing, I think the Clippers, you know, really have a shot to get in. And maybe, you know, the, you know, with Donovan Mitchell, Gobert, and now Jay Crowder, maybe the Jazz get it together. But I could see, you're right, I could unfortunately see Anthony Davis. And I hope maybe he pulls off a heroic thing and, and does something, you know. So before we get to the college, college troops real quick, who's going to win the game? Team LeBron, Team Curry. Who are you picking? I got Team LeBron. I just think the roster is better, deeper, bigger, stronger. So, yeah, I, I got Team LeBron. Team LeBron. And who's your MVP for the game? <sighs> Russ, Westbrook off the bench. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen. No, I think, Kevin Durant, I think Kevin Durant. He's just – he scores with ease. This is a game that's geared towards guards, but he's essentially a guard, right? He, he can dribble, he can create his own shot, and at 6'11", he can shoot from 25 feet. So he's the e- the scoring comes the easiest to him. So I'm going to say Kevin Durant. You know what? I hate to be so simplistic, but I, I agree. The only way I see um, is if Team Curry, either Greek Freak or Curry goes off, but I think it's going to be Durant and, and them. So, let, real quick, college basketball, we just had number five, six, and eight get upset. So, Cincinnati goes down, Purdue goes down, and Ohio State. And who knew that Penn State is, is trying to make themselves, a, you know, a tournament team in March Madness. Obviously, 17 Arizona knocked down number 25. But overall, are you concerned about, like, how Auburn beat Kentucky? Kentucky's lost, like, four or five in a row in the SEC. Do you think they are going to not fall out of the tournament, but they, you know, who knows, they could. And then what would you pick for Xavier Villanova, the big game this weekend? So, I don't think Xavier's ready. I think Villanova's just a better team. But, Xavier, look, Xavier's Xavier and Cincinnati, both of those Cincinnati teams are really good. And I yeah. think that they're, they're grinders and they can play. So that's one of the things that I don't like about your Arizona team, for example. They don't really play any defense. Um, so they got the, yeah, the, the, the big rough. man, the rookie, and then, and then Alonzo, sure, the, the senior. But I think these well-rounded teams have a better chance. And obviously you need outstanding guard play. That's always historically been the formula. So – I like Xavier. I like Cincinnati. Obviously, they lost, but but Villanova win this weekend. I think Villanova is going to go in and lock down that that number one, you know, seed. 
How about the state of Ohio, though? You mentioned in those two teams, Xavier, Cincinnati, and the way Ohio State is played, even though they lost to Penn State, they could have three teams in the Sweet 16. Yeah, depending on the brackets, you know, they could definitely. And good for them, right? Especially, I like to see Xavier and Cincinnati. I mean, right, obviously, Ohio State's playing in the Big Ten, so Big Ten would, would feel good, even though Big Ten is super top-heavy this year. They've got three or four teams at the top, but they're, they might only get four or five teams in the tournament. I mean, this is not a, a typical Big Ten deep year. No, so you're definitely right. terrible this year. Yeah. No, a lot of conferences, you know, but I will say this. This might be the year that we've been waiting for Kansas not to win the Big 12. Now, Texas Tech, they've got a rough schedule. Uh, Baylor, you know, I have Baylor uh, tonight. Then they're battling against Oklahoma State, but they took care of Oklahoma the other night, and then finally they wound up playing Kansas the second time to rematch, uh, you know, next weekend. I think Texas Tech, Ray, I think they're going to be the Big 12 champs, and if that's the case, they're going to get one of those number one seats. Wow. I, I, look, if, if they do and they win the Big, Ten, Big 12 tournament, they probably will. If they win the regular season and the tournament, that means they will have beaten a lot of good teams. So, yes, they, they probably will get that number one. Remember, we said the, the Big Ten, I don't think they'll get two number ones. They'll get one. Michigan State right. more than likely. It'll probably um, be Virginia, Michigan State, Villanova, and Texas Tech. Those will probably yeah. be the, the, the four, you know. And, yeah, unless and, Purdue runs the table. But, yeah, that's, right. that's but what the, it looks like. This year right it's now. so open um, where, you know, we were talking last year who could win outside of the top 10 or 16. This year, I mean, man, I mean, you've got so many teams. And it's hard to even fathom that Clemson is 11, Duke is 12, and the ACC, you know, they've got, what, four, the top 14 teams, you know? I mean, so – it's going to be great. I mean, look, we're getting closer to March Madness. We'll talk about it more. I guess at some point, Ray, we'll have to start giving the SEC a little love, even though it's not Kentucky. It's these That's new so guys, funny. right? The year that the SEC is playing well, Kentucky's not even a factor. I mean, they, they're you got just A&M, a you got Tennessee, you got, you got Auburn. I mean, yeah. who are these guys? It's uh, And I thought if anybody, it'd be like Alabama and Kentucky. Alabama's been struggling, and they were supposed to be. They have the recruits. It's funny because they have the recruits and the the blue chip talent, but the other teams are just playing better. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, it's going to be fun. So selection Sunday, but three, we're just three weeks away. So everybody enjoy. It should be a great sports weekend. Enjoy the basketball. Have fun. You know, three day weekend. Some people have a four-day weekend for President's Day weekend. Either way, enjoy. And, yo, go see Black Panther. Tickets are probably already sold out, but, you know, I got kids, so Willie Beeman wants to see it. So we'll, we're going to go. We're we'll probably going to go second week. But it looks go real good. Rave reviews. And uh should be a, a big, big movie. So. All right. Have a great sports and weekend. And catches are back, Ray. Baseball's yep. been training. Baseball's <laughs> here. Crazy. Well, have a great weekend and hoop it up and get ready to see the new dunk champion, rising stars, all-star champs, and all that good stuff. We are out. Have a great sports weekend.